more chat GPT discussion, and where to join Mastodon. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this time the Mac Voices Live panel finishes off a conversation about ChatGPT and then switches over to a discussion of Mastodon and which instance to join and why it matters. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. So, so to answer the question, does it always make everything positive for a bio? No. I, I did Elizabeth Holmes because I figured there's yeah. enough data out there it could be pretty accurate. And uh, and it's pretty accurate. And uh, it also uh, notes that uh, um, she was charged with fraud and uh, and and ends with and her personal net worth has declined dramatically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <thanks>. Hello. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Um, I, I did want to mention it here in the chat. Uh, Brad says, are you thinking Microsoft is smart enough to manage it and will spend human lives to do that? Um, talking about about Microsoft integrating Chat GPT, and so you know, will will Microsoft manage it, or will they just bolt it on? As you know, hey, we have this, and I mean, how, how many things? And look, we've we've gone down the Microsoft road before, but how many times have we seen uh, American business, well, worldwide business, sold things because the Microsoft stamp was on it? Whether it was good or not, Teams. Not everything Microsoft does is good. However, Microsoft overall is a company that uh, that is pretty smart, pretty savvy, and they're not going to just take a technology like ChatGPT and duct tape it onto Bing. They're going to figure out what uh, what from their perspective, appears to be the best way to implement this t- technology. And uh, and Microsoft is not afraid to fail and, and keep hammering away at something until they get it right. So my, my expectation is that they'll do it, they'll find problems, people will be complaining and saying they failed, and they're going to keep iterating. And eventually, they'll get something that, that actually works pretty well. Whether or not that's enough to make being a true competitor to Google, eh, we'll see. I mean, by the time they get that far, um, Google will probably have uh, have made significant advances as well and still be ahead of them. Hmm. Brad says it's 1984 again. Typographers hated what people were doing with the new technology, and now eventually people have learned to be more discerning. Interesting comparison. Hadn't thought about that one. Yeah. What What is interesting, though, and, and again, folks, sorry, we, we're putting things in the private chat here, but you can punch them in, too, into a, a chat GPT window and get your own. But yeah. so many of these, with Jeff, with the exception of the ones you got for Elizabeth Holmes, I mean, everybody here is respected by their peers, Um you know, is is very diligent in their professional efforts and and education. Um, I mean, it's almost like there's a lot of boil, there's certain boilerplate phrases that are appearing here with slight variations 
just because we're asking ChatGPT to tell us about somebody. Well, I, I have a hypothesis on that. And the hypothesis is ChatGPT is assuming that we're asking for bios that could be used like uh, like uh, for uh, a book jacket or as a conference speaker. And so for, for bios like that, you're not going to write a bio that says, um, uh, you know, Jeff Gamut has written for a lot of places, but he sure didn't write for Macworld. And why do you think that is, uh, you know, it's, you always spin it in a, in a, in a positive light. Um, but for Elizabeth Holmes, okay, well, she's in a position where spinning her in a positive light probably wouldn't work that well. So maybe it's looking at that and saying, okay, there's a different context here for, and, uh, and giving us that short bio that talks about, uh, who she was in relation to her company and uh, and fraud. But it could also be that for Elizabeth Holmes, there's a lot of material in the corpus. Oh, I assume so. Um, right. But for for these other ones we're looking at, for Dave and Eric, and <clears throat> there's not much. And, you know, you would be a little bit more, Jeff. Um, yeah, like Dave's so, great, you know, it's, it's just so it's just. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just <laughs> filling out with this puff, you know, it's just puffing out. Whereas for Elizabeth Holmes, it was able to find enough to, mm-hmm. um, you know, actually generate a reasonably accurate thing. You know, I, I would assume, you know, the more there is online about some subject, let's hope that, you know, it's going to do a better job. And, you know, what what might be nice is if a tool like this would indicate you know, you know, have like some, you know, like we keep saying, it's so confident. It doesn't matter what it says. You know, it, it could be where something like if you have to, per, you know, if you ask me, then I might say, you know, well, here's what I think I know about this person. But, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure. But chat GPT never does that, even if it like, you know, it just like, oh, I don't really know too much about that, but I'm not going to tell you that. You know, and it sounds the same, you know, no matter what degree of confidence or, or what, what what degree of actual confidence it should have, I guess. You know, I mean, obviously, it's an AI. It doesn't have confidence. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I but I assume that it, you know, there's probably some kind of scoring in, in internally as to, you know, how good the underlying, you know, data is. But it doesn't tell you that. It would be interesting to see if when Microsoft comes out with their stuff, if they add something on the bottom to indicate, you know, multiple sources or confidence levels or, you know, if if whatever gets spit back has, you know, 1% confidence that it's right the rest is padding versus 95% confidence and 18 sources. That kind of thing would actually be kind of a useful. That would be really useful. But, oh. you know, one of the problems is I don't think, you know, this thing isn't working the way you're thinking it's working. There's no logic behind this. Um, you know, this is ML. It's, it's not artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, you know, nobody actually knows how it works. There's there's not an algorithm um, underneath this. Um, 
they they just train it with a bunch of data. So, um, and, and uh, it, it doesn't work the way that you and I think it would work. It's it's not generating these things the way you and I would generate them. So I, I'm not sure that that information is even there. I, I, the other, well, the other thing I, I was going to bring up earlier um, is how current is this information? And I was going to ask somebody um, if if they have a Chat GPT window up because I don't. Um, type in chi- Chinese um, spy balloon. Um, and chat, uh, chat GPT somewhere actually tells you. Um, okay, so it's currently the January 30th version. So that's that's as up to date as it is on information. Okay. So it's it's behind on information. I wonder how deep it's going. I mean, is it is it able to scrape LinkedIn? Is it able to, you know, scrape Facebook um and some of the, you know, some of the other places, Mastodon, Twitter, um, where it would be it could possibly gather up valuable and accurate information, especially if it identified you as, you know, being uh, com- commenting constantly on the state of, you know, whatever on Twitter or Mastodon or Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, that that it would improve the accuracy there. So uh, there are a lot of questions here about just exactly what is it pulling from? And because, I mean, looking at at the examples that are passing by here and that I've seen, it looks like there's a lot of stuff here that that could, I mean, there's a lot of fluff filler that could be eliminated if it had a little more fact, if it had more facts. And if we were writing it, we would be going out and looking for those facts. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Oh. Thank you, you David, know, for think, the Chinese spy balloon. And, and you'd think that, you know, my name is somewhat unusual, but it's actually I'm not very Googleable because there's a number of other people with that name, and if you go searching for for my name, you'll you'll probably find information about them. And for something like this, how would it reliably distinguish which one was which? It's hard even you know to do that for a person to do that. Um, uh, fair point, Jim. Yeah, uh, that's fair a really point. good point. There are several Jeff Gamets, and uh, and some of the other Jeff Gamets do have at least some level of internet presence because of the, uh, you know, they they have companies and so they have like like websites. So why did ChatGPT choose me as the Jeff Gamet that it was going to write a bio for? It actually didn't. <laughs> Wait, this is the other Jeff Gamet. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He was the one that was vice president of Mac at the Mac Observer. You were just a hanger on. That explains so much. <laughs> but, but Jim, but, I just did a Google search on you where I put your name in quotes. So it, you know, so it has to be literally Jim, right? And um you're right. Um I think like, there's a state senator from Illinois, and um, there's, uh, I, uh, I haven't done it in a while, but vice president of business logistics or business development of A Logistics, Jim Ray Music, um, Jim Ray on Facebook, and then on Crunchbase, you as the founder of ProView. Is this search engine thing really a technology that we can rely on or? Is this just a 
flash in the pan that's Well, that's what I asked earlier. In, in fact, I mean, Brit, Brit, Brittany's brought it up, you know, at times about herself that with Smith as a last name, that yeah, you know, forget it. That that's a real a real challenge. So, and Jeff, maybe you're just the most visible Jeff Gamut out there. I mean, maybe because uh, to there's, be fair, I am, and I, and I'm yeah. not saying that like in a egotistical way. No, no. But no, you make your living writing stuff on the internet. Right. Right. I mean, my name is common too, but there's doctors and lawyers, and it's the internet's Jeff Gamut. Yes. Now, as seen on the internet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and Jim Ray music. Jim, give us a song. Uh, <laughs> my my brother is actually a musician, um, but he doesn't uh, he doesn't use the his last name. Yeah, but I, I bet ChatGPT knows that somewhere, but we won't <laughs> test it. Here's an author. He knows that he's my brother. I don't know. You're going to know more about it than I do in, in about another 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, your most popular book that you've written is called Over the Hill, Grandpa Hikes the Pacific Crest Trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed writing that book. Oh, yeah. I, I have no doubt. Still <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, speaking of that sort of thing, I, there was somebody on, on Mastodon today was, was like, you put up a picture of old cell phones. And I said, like, well, my first cell phone was actually a car phone. And his response was like, yeah, my dad had one of those. And it's like, Oh, this is really bad when somebody replies that you know to one of your memories with my dad. <laughs> you, you could be his dad. <laughs> but at least they didn't say grandfather, Jim. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's something it, that could happen, but then he probably wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of Mastodon, um, I was reading something at dinner that said that uh the the big how they say it that the, the the bump is now uh or the hump is now a bump or something that you know the the average monthly users has dropped dramatically on complaints that mastodon is just too hard to use oh is that where i've seen i've seen reference to this baloney yeah. story i i don't believe it well i i found it interesting because i feel like in the last two to three weeks I've gotten more engagement and more followers than on Mastodon by far. Now, admittedly, that you know they're checking out Mastodon. People are checking it out and finding out who they want to follow. But it seems to be a pretty decent uptake, and more so than even in the two or three weeks before that. And Jeff, I think you've said that you've had a lot more engagement on Mastodon. Oh, yeah. My, my engagement on Mastodon is... Uh is much higher than uh than well i mean at this point on twitter but like at the point where twitter was bought by elon from that moment forward uh my traffic started tanking there or engagement and it's just been steadily increasing on mastodon and now the two places where i have the highest engagement are mastodon and facebook we had this discussion two weeks ago i wasn't on mastodon so the next day I signed up and now I'm spending 
significantly more time on Mastodon. Definitely have more engagement. I I, I have 500 followers on Twitter, and now I have 133 on on Mastodon already. And um, you know, I had one post that it was just a, a silly little post. I reposted a thing on Apple Insider about a, a Mastodon client for Mac OS seven to nine. Just, oh my god, that was I guess, so cool. Yeah, that's neat. Well, l- let me tell you, the Mastodon, they're still, it's still getting, you know, it was four days ago, it's still getting boosted and favorited. And that has gotten more, way more engagement than any post that I ever did on Twitter in four years. Um, hmm. So, you know, for a while, my time was, my phone was just like, bing, bing, bing. I'm like, oh, I may have to start learning about muting and, and stuff, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, which I never had to do on 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 uh, Twitter, and I still haven't. You know, it, it's calmed down a little bit, but I'm still even today getting. You know, more people seem to be discovering it, and um, so um, well, I'm on. Uh, Dave's asking what server I'm on. I'm on TechHub.Social, and I'm following you. Um, mm-hmm. Although, actually, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I think I'm just gonna keep it. Um, you know, not publicize it, but uh, during this show, I actually signed up for Mastodon.social. Uh, I got an in, I saw an invite, so I have a backup there, but I, I think I'm gonna, I'm, I'm pretty happy with techhub.social, um, so far. So, and you know, I guess as long as uh, your, your instance doesn't like go out of business, I think it doesn't really, uh, Ah, the Guardian. Okay, thanks for posting that because I've I've seen. Um, uh, well, Web Web is in. Well, I, I'm following Web. Yep, I found you. Yeah, I I I think you know the server. I don't think it you know it really matters other than if a server like went away. I I read a story from somebody that had their server go away, um, and and interesting. You know, I I I got on TechHub.Social on Eric's recommendation. And and I, I kind of dithered for a long time just because of what, you know, instance. And so I finally decided two weeks ago, I'm just going to do it. And interestingly, a couple of days later, I was on a Zoom meeting and there was another person on TechHub.Social. And so I asked him why he was. And he had a really good reason because he's, you know, and I had seen this, that TechHub.Social, they post that they have like this financial statement and they're actually not asking for donations right now uh, because they're like, we have enough. And here's our, you know our, you know, financial statement and what our expenses are and what our, you know, current patrons are. And this guy said that he had looked at a bunch of instances and looked at that and said, oh, they, you know, are publicly showing that they are in good financial shape. So that's why he picked them. Um, it's like, and, you know, that seems like a a, a good reason. So I, I felt pretty good about, uh, about that. And I, you know, I don't have, you know, I guess there's, I'm not involved in the local instance. I've never looked at the feed from it. You know, I just have come up with followers and, you know, and I brought, I don't know if you can still do it. I did use Betafinder and, you know, um, brought over a bunch of my uh, followers from Twitter that I could find because of people and, and if, you know, I don't know if it still helps or not because of the bots being shut down on Twitter. So maybe they don't work at all, but you, you should put your um, Mastodon handle in your Twitter 
bio. And, and these automated tools can find it or even, you know, manually if somebody, you know, um, uh, can find it. So, um, and I'm still finding people, you know, pop up that I guess maybe they hadn't done that. And I got a couple people today that are like, oh, I was following them on Twitter, but I'm not on Mastodon, but there's their handle. So, um, so you know, it doesn't, and I, I really like Ivory. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really like the web interface very much, but with the Ivory, it's very smooth. This edition of Mac Voices is brought to you by the Mac Voices Slack, available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Web asked what difference uh, the server makes, and I think that's the really interesting. What you just said that you don't follow the local the the local server feed um, because right. I don't either on mine, and I just that's where I wonder if the whole whole federated server not breaks down, but just it adds a layer of complexity that I I, I wonder what percentage of Mastodon users care about the fact that there is a, a quote-unquote local feed on their their server, as opposed to, well, I don't know what server to sign up for, so Jim's on this one, or Web's on this one, or Jeff's on this one, so that must be good. I'll go there. And well, you know, This is totally anecdotal, Chuck. Um, but I have quite a few followers on Mastodon who are on specific servers because it's a server that, uh, that whatever the focus is matters to them. Uh, for example, there are uh, quite a few people that, uh, that I'm interacting with on Mastodon that I interacted with on Twitter and they all joined a Mastodon instance that they created. That's all about, uh, uh, Boulder politics. And so uh, they went over there and and they have their their server feed where they can just see all of the stuff that's happening locally. Um, and then they're acting with people outside of that. I I'm on Mastodon.social because I signed up for that years ago and my feeling was this is a server that started by the people that created mastodon it has a higher likelihood of being stable and sticking around um but anyhow although it had a it had an outage last week yes and uh uh they were hit with a uh, uh denial of service attack yeah so they're also a target <laughs> yeah so you know maybe i should have thought about that um when I signed up for their server. Uh, but anyhow, I, I do have people that follow me where the server they're on actually does matter to them. That's uh, Thank you, Jeff, because that's a really great example. And I I haven't dug into it that much, but I, because, you know, here we go. It's the classic thing of that's not my use case, so it really doesn't matter to me. But that makes perfect sense. It's It sounds like Mastodon has a Mastodon server has the potential to turn into almost like one of the old bulletin board systems, but then with sure. a channel out to the internet, or, or excuse me, out to the rest of the Fediverse. Yeah. Yeah. That's hmm. kind of what it is. But, you know, you don't have to really, you know, the, the thing is, like, 
you know, I kind of participate in different communities. So those people have decided that Boulder politics is like, that's the most important thing. And I'm, you know, that's great, you know. Um, but, you know, I don't really want to have to be signed up to that server for that. And, you know, some iOS developer server for something else. And, you know, that would be a mess. So that would be a mess. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, and, and interestingly, uh, it's like the Apple developer community, it's like almost completely moved from Twitter over to Mastodon now. And it's, it's, you know, which is part of why, um, you know, it's been so great for me because, you know, in fact, actually, you know, so a number of people like even like, oh, hey, Jim, you're here. You know, that's great. You know, so that's kind of nice. Um, and a lot of people that I was following on Twitter that have just disappeared from there. And, you know, so now I'm back and I'm like, oh, yeah, here are these um, voices that I knew. Now, I, I haven't stopped going to Twitter. In fact, you know, I was telling Eric, it's kind of like programmers have a joke about uh, technology called regular expressions. They're like, you know, if you have, a, you have a problem and then you decide to use regular expressions to solve it, now you have two problems. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel like, you know, uh, Twitter has a problem. So I'm going to move to Mastodon. Now I have two, two problems because there's still, you know, people I want to follow and, and, and communities I want to follow on Twitter. And, you know, so it's almost like two, you know, you know, it's, it's very weird going back for me, going back and forth. It's very, you know, the, the one thing, the Mastodon experience is very positive right now. And on Twitter, it's like, you know, well, that's where there's, you know, a lot of people talking about Ukraine stuff, which you're about. But not, you know, it's kind of. So on, on Mastodon, I see, you know, and one today that I love. Not being any, here's a one out of 25. You know, they're short and we'll write a longer post. Hey, hey, like, oh. Jim, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry. You're, you are badly breaking up. We are getting like every third word. That's I not good. No, I don't know. Yeah, because they're all conjunctions. Yeah. <laughs> conjunction, junction. What's your function? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, you know, another time. Uh, no. Just say every yeah. word three times and then go yeah. to the next word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, seriously, could your, uh, could your um, AirPods uh, battery be, yeah, AirPods Max battery be dying? I don't Because you were so strong for a while and then it just really started to break up there at the end. It's chat GPT. It was listening and it knows <laughs> that Jim is critical and now he will pay. You will pay. I, I don't want to, you know, I, I want to make clear here. I I have nothing against Mastodon. I've obviously on Mastodon. I'm, I'm engaging with people. And so that's great. It's a different model. Um, and, but it also, I think Jim's comments about the, the developer community moving over it just goes to show you just how important social media is in developing some of these communities that are geographically dispersed, mm -hmm. but you know, it, it benefits everybody, including those of us who are not in the community to have them exist. They need a place to exist. 
So whether it's Mastodon, Twitter, or something else, has anybody, did anybody sign up or see T2? Have you, I stumbled across that um, and asked for T2? a, uh, yeah, T2. No, what is um, that? I haven't heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it appears to be a, 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 I don't want to say I don't want to say Twitter clone. Very looks very similar to Twitter. I've requested my username and haven't received it yet, so we'll see. But it, it you just if you have to feel like somebody out there is going to come and try to fill these gaps. E2 dot social. I think that's it. Yeah, Jeff. Yep, I found it. All right, I'm yeah. joining the wait list. So I'll have my name. Uh, there you go. There you go. And they're using then they're using like Google Forms. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Seriously, they are. Yeah, I clicked that and I'm like, oh wait, that's not the right email. Wait, this is a Google Form. Yeah. So yeah, again, I I just I feel like you know, I don't know how this is all going to shake out, but the 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 need for those online communities is definitely there, and. You know, the, the big question is how do you how do you fund the infrastructure? Can you hear me now? Now you're good. Yeah. I think it's something wrong with my Bluetooth because my mouse is not working very well either. Oh. Have, there's another uh new thing called spoutable. Have you guys heard about that? Mm-hmm. No. What's spoutable? It's a it's an it's another Twitter clone. It just opened uh a few days ago. It looks nice, but it's, and I have an account, but I haven't figured out anybody to follow. And most of the time when I get on, it's pretty slow. This Mac Voices Live panel is back one more time to talk about why Instagram works as a social media, what we might expect from an iPhone Ultra, and why I'm wrong about Apple Pencil support for the iPhone. And I was wrong. That's next time on Mac Voices. We'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.